You're listening to the Teach Better Talk podcast featuring expert educators eager to share progressive tactics to reach more students. Teach Better Talk is created by teachers and fueled by passion. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 84 of Teach Better Talk. I'm Ray Hewart, and as always, I am with the very, very, very persuasive Jeff Vargas. <laughs> Three varies, huh? Three? Three varies because not only was this an awesome episode to end our evening recording on, she was a ball of energy. Yes. But also, you um, somehow built yourself your next best friend, which to be honest, I was a little <laughs> jealous of. Um, you're being very persuasive and in like welcoming her on on the teach better kind of like train that we're building. So uh, she agreed after that episode, Mr. Persuasive right there. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. I think, I think I convinced her to come out to teach better conference. Fingers crossed. You should do too. If you're listening, just saying, um, and I may or may not drop a $50 uh, discount code um, while we're talking about that with, with Haley. So you should probably listen through. Hey, Jeff, I love when you give people $50 off of the conference. The reason I love that is because you're a very, very nice gentleman and people very much appreciate you. And when they save money and get to listen to your beautiful voice, it just makes them that much much happier. Thanks. You know what makes me happy? Acknowledging people when they should be celebrated? No, I hate that. I think, no, I, no, yes, that does make me happy, but I was going to say just being able to host a podcast with you but you know. yeah but that was cheesy i want to talk about <laughs> the need for educators to celebrate yes, one another and it was the perfect transition and you like didn't bite the bait i don't know what happened there do you want to start over again um should i start with like hey everyone welcome to episode 84 or is that too much i, I, I was literally about to, to say your line uh, and pretend I was you, but no, I think, um, we should probably scratch all of this cause this is horrible and everyone should stop listening at this point. But see with the thing with podcasts is a lot of times they just put us in their ears and then they're doing something else. So they don't, they're just going to listen to this nonsense. I uh, can't and- believe you just Wait. told our <laughs> listeners to stop listening when this, this episode was I- outstanding with Haley ball of energy, yeah, so much value. Totally if, worth if anything. Just, just fast forward. People. Just fast through forward to this nonsense. Cause she really was awesome. So let's talk about, let's talk about the need. Cause I, I'm with you that all jokes aside, the need for, for us to, to, to focus more energy and spend more time celebrating each other, not you and me, but like, Everyone in education, teachers and, and everything. And we so talk. I have a story. So, yeah. Oh, you got a story for it? Well, I just have like a thought well, process. Is that okay? Let's do it. Yeah. So she focuses a lot on the need for us to be supporting our colleagues. Like not just on, in person, but also on social media. You know, social mm-hmm. media has this rep of, you know, oh, bullying takes place there. And the reality is, and you and her get in a great dialogue about it in the episode, the need to somebody takes the time to comment on an Instagram photo and celebrate you. You need to respond back and have a conversation. And I, it kind of brought me back to like my first few years teaching where I was trying to do all these progressive things. And yeah, sure. I was failing every so often, but I was also finding success every so often. And I, I actually became so hungry for somebody to acknowledge what I was doing. And I don't really love saying that that was a driver for me, but it did feel good when people took the time to just like pause for a moment 
and congratulate you or celebrate you on making a good effort to do your job well. And I kind of like made it my mission. Like I want to make sure I do that for people. And I don't know that I did it that well this past school year. Like in my mind right now, I'm like, gosh, who are the who are the hundreds of people that I didn't pause for to celebrate? I really want to go back to them and and tell them how much I appreciate the hard work they do. So here's the great thing, Ray, about about the world we live in today is that you can actually do that. Like, you know, and I'm not even joking. I'm being dead serious. Like you have the opportunity to do that because of social media. So you can go find those people, direct message them or tweet at them or whatever and say, hey, just wanted to know, like, I noticed you this year. Like I saw the amazing work you were doing. I saw the things you did, the impact you had. And I just needed to say I didn't say it before because it was moving quick and whatever, but I noticed you and I think what you're doing is amazing. You bring value to your students, you bring value to our school or community, whatever it might be, and celebrate them. So I challenge you, if anybody, if you're listening and you're feeling the same way that Ray is and you're thinking, man, you know, I haven't, I, I should have celebrated this person or that person or all these people a little bit more this year, you can still do that, you know. Right now, you know, most everyone listens probably into summer break or really close summer break if they're still somehow in, in school and stuff, depending on where you're at, uh, they may really need it right now. It may really, really mean a lot right now as they're fighting the, uh, you know, the, the summertime. I want to get ready for next year, but I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to find that sort of harmony between taking the break of summer and taking advantage of a little bit of time out of the classroom to recharge. But I also still want to get ready for next year. And, you know, they may be reflecting back. Maybe they had a rough year. Um, maybe they made some mistakes or they had some challenges and just you and acknowledging them and saying, Hey, like I saw you, I, I appreciate you. What you're doing is important. Like that could be the thing that gets them through. So that's it's really important. Funny. I'm glad you brought it up. Well, and I think that we acknowledge the need for us to do that with students. We need to ensure that we're doing it for each other. It's so funny as, as teachers, we focus so much on lesson planning well and connecting with our students and building relationships all of that work is is work that humans should be doing right that that should also be happening with your peers with your colleagues with your with your leadership we need to still have the mentality of designing professional development with rigor and and purpose and relevancy and then also taking the time to build relationships with with the people around us so i love that that was a huge focus of this episode but i also i love your challenge jeff of that we can go do that right now. I mean, I literally have a list of five or six or seven. Oh, there's more than that, like a, an endless list of people. I just started in my head um, that work in my school building that have just made such a big impact. And I don't know that I ever paused to tell them that within the past six months. It's too bad. I'm going to yeah. go back to it. Yeah. So can we? let's do this, Ray. If you're listening right now, I want you to to either tweet out or hit Instagram or share whatever you want to do, whether you're on Instagram or Twitter, but share out, celebrate at least three of your colleagues or, 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 or people you know that are in the industry that are that need a little that need to be shout out, need to be celebrated. And let's do a hashtag. Make sure obviously include hashtag teach better, but then do a, a hashtag appreciate better. Can we put that out there so that we can follow it, Ray? And we'll go look at that. I want to see all these people. I want to celebrate them too with you. So that's my challenge to everyone listening right now. And to you, Ray. I'm going to do it as well. So put that out there. Hashtag appreciate better. And then make sure you do hashtag teach better as well. Uh, let's let's get some love out there. Let's, let's celebrate some amazing educators. I love it. Can't wait. 
Awesome. Uh, and, and, you know, that leads right into this. I mean, this was an episode, like, celebrating an amazing educator. Uh, Haley, uh, Haley Harwick is a phenomenal educator in California. Uh, if you follow her on Instagram, you see all the things that she does. And I love something that we, we talked, obviously, a lot about social media because she, she does a lot with Instagram. And I love that she talked about uh, not comparing yourself to the things on Instagram and also – you know, she touches on just being real on there. She goes a little more detail. She really provides a lot of value of things you need to think about when you're on on any kind of social media and some some cool tips and stuff. But I love how real she was and and how real she is about not every day is sunshine, not every day is perfect. You know, even her, you know, with her feed that is a really gorgeous feed, great. You know, her classroom stuff like that. It's not always perfect. Sometimes there's days that that aren't great. Um, and she comes from a family of like. I mean, I don't even remember how many there was, but just all kinds of teachers, teachers all over the place. And she's got a really unique uh, relationship with someone who she works with uh, in her school that was a lot of fun to talk about as well. So uh, super excited for this, right? Anything for our listeners to really hone in on here that we haven't already touched on? Just enjoy the energy and enjoy the sincerity. I think that yes. it's so easy to look at someone who's kind of like, a, you know, killing it on social media and saying, Oh, I wonder if it's actually real. And this girl's the real deal. So enjoy it. Here's episode 84 with Haley Harwick. All right, we're here and we're talking with Haley Harwick. And Haley, it's so awesome to have you on the podcast. We're super excited. Ray has called you an Instagram. What'd you call her, Ray? An Instagram a guru. 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 <laughs> um, well, and we're super excited. Maybe talk, dive into Instagram, just get to know you a little bit more, chat with you. Already from just kind of joking around and the, uh, at the start, I love your energy and I'm excited to, to get to know you a little bit. But before we do any of that, just how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling so excited and I feel very like pleased that you guys think I'm an Instagram guru because I don't <laughs> think I'm that at all. <laughs> Haley, I also said you were a teacher guru, so there was a lot of gurus being thrown about. Yeah. I love it. I Thank you. I'm so appreciative you, of that. You, you're you. very guru-ish. <laughs> Which I'm not sure if that's – I don't know what that is. Go on, Ray. This is I, – I, I should be cut. I'm just going to cut myself out of this entire episode. How about that? Oh, my We're gosh. fine having you embarrass yourself before you <laughs> on this podcast. That's okay. That happens. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Jeff. Don't worry. We're going to get right back to the episode. But I really want to check out and make sure that you are connected with us on social media. Ray and I and the entire Teach Better team want to connect with you. We want to hear your stories. We want to be a part of your journey. We want to be there to support you in any way we can. And we want to learn and grow with you. So please connect with us. Everything we have is at Teach Better Team. And then, of course, make sure you connect with me at Jeff Gargas and Ray at Ray Hewitt. Let's get back to the episode. Well, Haley, I want to start by having our listeners learn about you because while Jeff and I think the world of you and have loved being connected with you on social media, I want to make sure our listeners also get to hear your backstory. So how do you usually describe yourself? Okay, well, um, I'm a fifth grade teacher. I teach in Southern California. Um, And it's actually kind of funny. My whole family is teachers and I even married into teachers. My mom's been a teacher for 20 plus years. My father-in-law is a superintendent. My mother-in-law is actually um, my grade level on my grade level team. I work with her on the daily. Um, and so education has just been something that I was kind of basically born into. Um, I grew up helping my mom um, get her classroom ready during the summertime. Um, and it's just kind of been something that at first I kind of like was like, oh, I don't want to be a teacher. I see how hard my mom works. And I just kind of fell into it because I obviously um, – it works perfectly with my creativity and I just, I love the energy 
uh, from it, I guess I could say. <laughs> wow. So, so go through that list again. Your mom's a teacher. Your dad's a teacher. I heard someone's a superintendent in there somewhere. Her dog's yeah. a teacher. Your dog <laughs> is a teacher. Honestly, right. probably. Um, yeah, I might have my, I work with my mother-in-law. Okay. Um, we're both fifth grade teachers together. What's which that people, like? <laughs> people always ask. Let's stop for like. a second and go into that for a minute here. So you work in the, in like the same hallway, same grade level as. Yep. Same as school my, as your mother-in-law. Yep. And I, I always get people to ask because she's, um, she's just a peach. She's one of a kind, um, big, big heart. Um, it's, it's honestly, I feel like it's been really good for our relationship. We weren't very close to begin with. And I feel like if anything, it's kind of brought us closer. Does she listen to teach better talk? Cause she should definitely listen to this episode. <laughs> What's her I name? I will definitely, her name is Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. I hear you're a peach. Let's have, let's make sure Lisa gets on, on the podcast as well. Oh, you would, it would make what? your guys' podcast. I feel like. Ray, we're going to do like the next 25 episodes. It's just going to be Haley's family. And just one I think that's a great idea. It's just like a teach I better talk family. Coming. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to make that happen. So I honestly, my sister-in-law is even a teacher too. She's a special ed te- uh, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. So your husband too, is that what you said? Is he? No, uh, oh. my sister-in-law. My husband is a physical therapist. So he went oh, in a different come direction. Come on, get that nonsense he out of here. He doesn't fit in at all. He ruined it. <laughs> That's all right. My brother's a physical therapist, so okay, um, okay. I got I got love they for the teach PTs. in a way, I guess. They I do know. in a lot of ways. He actually taught a class stuff. So yeah, they teach a lot of ways. So awesome. So uh, I'm I'm loving this episode already. This is great. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about let's let's bring it down. Let's talk about failure, Haley. Okay. Um, you if you've listened to the podcast, we talk about it a lot. Um, but we talk about it in a positive light. So I'm hoping that you can share a story with us a time that you've had a failure. To kind of take us there, like what happened, how to make you feel, how did you overcome it, and then what did you take away from that experience? Wow. Okay. I have, I feel like I have a good one for you. Um, so obviously it was during my first year of teaching. This one kind of sticks out to me the most because it's kind of stuck with me. Um, so I – in California, I don't know if you guys are familiar. So you enter what's called BITSA, and you have like a mentor teacher that kind of follows you around, and they kind of – We'll observe lessons and give you feedback and all that stuff. Um, so I had my mentor sitting in my classroom when I was teaching a lesson. And my first year, I had a combo class of uh, third and fourth grade. So my first year teaching at a combo class, it was kind of rowdy. And this lesson was kind of going south. I had like this ADD kid like screaming. No one was paying attention. Kids were like interrupting and it was just going so south. Um, and so after the lesson, we kind of sat down and she kind of gave me some feedback and it like broke my heart because she literally asked me like, oh, like, are you sure that you want to be a teacher? Because like after kind of witnessing that, I don't think you have what it takes to be a teacher. Wow. And I remember, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and I remember she was like, okay, well, you have over Christmas break to kind of think about if that's like something that you want to do. And I remember like, being so embarrassed and like so upset that I didn't tell anybody at first. And my husband's like, why didn't you tell me? I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell my husband. I was just so upset about it. And then like, after I like was about to come back from Christmas break, I remember thinking like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to let this person tell me if I want to be a teacher or not. Like if I want to, um, I'm going to like show her. And so I kind of almost use that like as my fuel to kind of uh, pick up my classroom management, kind of, I guess, like kind of put the fuel to my fire and just, it's always been kind of like something in the back of my head. Um, and it's honestly something that I used to kind of still push myself to this day. Like, Oh, I remember that lady said that I couldn't be a teacher. Wish she could see where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you um, use that as fuel. Exactly. And then just kind of 
like no matter what people tell you and you're going to kind of get through it, especially with parents, administration, and just kind of things that they tell you almost kind of let roll off your back. And if it's something you're passionate about, kind of continue to go um, towards that. I love it. Now, do you think, do you think she was just like literally telling you that or was she trying to fuel you? I don't know. I literally don't know. Well, cause I was, I was almost, I kept going back for like, maybe she just like asked to like kind of, you know, pick up my pace a little bit. Cause I was kind of like, you know, your first year, you're kind of not sure what to do with classroom management. I was like kind of on that even keel of like, Oh, I want the kids to like me. I don't want to be mean. And so like it definitely helped me with my classroom management. And I go back and forth with it all the time. Like, I wonder if she was just trying to like, you know, bring it out of me. But she never said anything at the end, like, I'm sorry, or like, I did it so like to motivate you. And like, towards the end, she's like, Oh, yeah, you really turned things around. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I, yeah, <laughs> back back when I was in the music industry, I had an artist that I worked with that was super, super talented, had, had a hard time keeping all the band members together in his, in his band and was was struggling. And like one day basically was just like, went like a several weeks of just like, he's done with it. He's done with it. Mm-hmm. And we were in my car riding and talking about it. And I told him, I said, yeah, you know what? I think, I think you are done. I think it, it just doesn't make sense. I don't think, I don't think you've got it. I don't think it's going to, you get through, you're going to be able to get this band together. And he got like pissed off at me. Yeah. It was like, no, like, I don't know if he dropped that bomb on me, whatever. And I, and I looked at him, I said, that's why you're not done right there. <laughs> and like, so I'm like, oh, I wonder if she was doing the same thing. Like kind of, I was doing it to kind of get him razzed up. I wanted him to get him fired up and realize that he wasn't really done. He really loved mm-hmm. what he was gonna do. So, but I love what you're saying. That don't let it, don't let anybody bring you down. If you, if you know what you're passionate about, just continue through with it and and do that as well. So, um, you know, when we first started the podcast, um, Ray actually looked at me after episode I think two and was like, Jeff, I don't think you have things to be a podcast host. <laughs> and um, that is not what I said. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm not gonna let Ray bring me down. You know, I'm not gonna. He's gonna lying. And that's why I do what I do, Haley. Is just despite Ray. <laughs> He's uh, lying. So, so, so let's 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 flip it, and you know what? Actually, I'm gonna. St- we're not gonna go there yet. I want to go Instagram now. So we okay. talked about this yeah. guru. So let me let me let me throw a question at you. So you, you do have a, a very great. Uh, you have a great Instagram account. You've got a, thank a, you. You've got a nice following on there, um, and I think people interact with you a lot. They really get a, a lot of value out of out of what you share and what you put out there. So. If you had one one tip, one secret, however you want to phrase it, for a teacher who's like, you know, I really want to get on Instagram. I want to use it as a, an outlet for myself, as a way to share, as a way to spread value, spread positivity, spread whatever, increase my impact. What's the What should be the primary thing that an educator on Instagram is focusing on when it comes to posting, when it comes to interacting, when it comes to what you're doing on that platform? Um, I would say to kind of be like yourself, be as interactive as you can. Um, when people like comments on my feed, I like make it like a huge effort to like comment back. Um, I, I was like super bummed one time when I like had messaged like one of the big Instagram people and asked them a question and they never responded to my question. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm always going to answer people's questions when they ask me something because like, you know, that's who you reach out to the two of someone you look up to and you like what they're doing. So you want to find out what they're doing. And so I kind of made it my mission. Like I'm always going to answer questions when people ask me, um, like when people comment on my feed, I'll like try to make, um, a relationship and like comment back on one of their pictures or like one of their pictures to kind of almost create like a relationship in a way. Mm-hmm. And I found that I've made like lots of friends, like through doing that, like that will support, will support one another. And like, 
chat back and forth and it's just been really fun. Like I make it more about that rather than, oh my gosh, you know, I posted this picture and I didn't get that many likes on it mm-hmm. or didn't get many comments on it. I just kind of don't let it get me down and I kind of focus on the connections that I'm making instead. And I kind of found that almost to make it, I guess, more successful. I mean, it is social media. I mean, it's the same. If I walked by your classroom and was like, Haley, I love your classroom. I stood there and you didn't say anything to me. It'd be really yeah. rude, wouldn't it? It turns so you off. So it's the same type of thing. And I, I love it. I don't know if you listen to Gary Vandershock at all, but he talks about people mm-hmm. who complain about like, uh, you complain about not getting attraction on social media, or whatever. And he's like, you had three comments on your post and you didn't say anything to the three people who comment. How dare you want a hundred? Or yeah. a thousand, like you're not even talking to the seven people that do care about what you're putting out, and so it's a big thing. And I, I try to do that as best I can to to to, uh, to chat with anybody who has anything to say to me on social media. I think that's a big a big piece of it. Um, that was one of the ways that I grew my Twitter. So I'm more of a Twitter guy, and the biggest thing that I did there is I I, I spent a lot of hours of just going through every new follower I got, looking at their profile, learning something about them and engaging with them through tweets back and forth. And that's how I was able to grow a decent little following over there and do that. I don't do it as well as I do anymore. I need to practice what I preach, but I love that. I think that's a, a, a great tip. And I think the way you let it off was, was spot on is just be yourself. I think too often on Instagram, it, you, we, we judge ourselves against others versus finding ways to connect and, and build and grow and provide value to each other. So I love that you. 100%. Yeah. And I wish to keep it real too. Like when I'm feeling like my class is out of control, I'll like post about it. Like it's not all sunshine and daisies that we all know <laughs> about teaching. <laughs> well, that's awesome. We'll keep doing it. That's great. So, Thank you. So now I want to talk about a successful moment. This can be something big, something small, but tell us, tell us what happened. Why was it a success for you? And then what did you take away from it? Okay, so um, this one happened actually kind of this year, and I just kind of stuck with me because, like, my principal, I love her to death. She's one of those people that will always support you, um, but she's – and this is a good thing. She'll kind of only really give you, like, a compliment um, when you've deserved it, which is, you know, that's what a principal should be. Um, and so she was going to observe me in my classroom this year, and um, I remember I always get, like, so nervous when, like, the principal is going to come in and observe you, um, and I always usually kind of go, like – not as big and grandest as I think I should. I almost try to play it safe. And this year I was like, you know what? You're not going to play it safe. You're just going to do what you normally do. Um, and I did this like super fun, like interactive lesson. Like, and I'm the youngest teacher at my school. So I think everything I do is crazy compared to what other teachers do. <laughs> and so it was just, I had like task cards around the room and kids were like solving things. And like, we did um, like anticipatory set and like all those things too. And I did the small assessments just kind of in a different way. And um, at the end, um, she'll sit down with me at the end of the day. And she was kind of like, oh, so like, how do you think it went? And I was like, oh, I think it really well. And I'm pretty critical on myself. So um, whenever they ask, like, oh, what are some things you need to work on? And I kind of gave her a list. And she's like, honestly, I, don't, I didn't think you needed to work on anything. Um, and she had kind of told me that it was like the best lesson that she'd seen in like 10 years of being a principal. And that um, she wanted me to, like, show all of our staff, like, the things that I was doing in my classroom. And, like, I was just, like, really taken aback. And she said it made her, like, want to, like, teach again because she'd been out of the classroom for, like, you know, 20-plus years now. Um, And my secretary even told me afterwards, she's like, Haley, she's still talking about that lesson that you did. And it's been, like, two weeks. (laughs) And so I was just, like, super flattered and taken back because she, like, doesn't she's kind of one of those where it was more reserved people. So for her to kind of give like that much praise, I was like, wow, that was like such a big successful lesson. And I just kind of did what I like normally do. And it kind of almost reassured me that kind of what I'm doing is, is 
good and it's the kids are learning. I don't know. I always get in my head like, are they actually learning things that I'm doing? Um, is this actually being meaningful? And it was just kind of like, okay, what I'm doing is working and it's great. And I'm glad she saw that too. You know, Haley, a lot of your <laughs> your focuses so far, whether it been your your Instagram philosophy on connecting with people or you know, working with students and trying to do a good lesson and like someone paying you a compliment afterwards. Mm-hmm. I, I think this like idea of us taking the time to acknowledge great things mm-hmm. is something that's increasing now that social media is going on. You know, I think that people think that social media is all about, you know, negativity, you see bullying, all the all this stuff. And for me, especially from your stories, I'm like, wow, we really need to celebrate the great things going on. I love that your principal took the time to give you the feedback on how inspired you made her. You know, I love that you take the time to celebrate teachers that are doing great things in the classroom, even though you're not in their classroom when they're doing it. You know, this this idea of spreading positivity is so important with uh, with each other, with our colleagues and with our, you know, educators around the country. Oh my gosh, especially with our colleagues. So I feel like you don't hear that enough. And it, I feel like it just like the kids in your classroom, it's more meaningful when they hear things from their peers. Um, kind of goes the same for us. Like it's more meaningful when you hear things from your colleagues and, you know, your superiors and stuff. Well, and it's easy to just, you know, Jeff, you kind of alluded to it earlier. It's easy to just ignore it. It's easy to, to walk by, see something great or scroll through your newsfeed, see something great, but not say anything, not not comment on it, not not take a purposeful moment to celebrate somebody else and how important it is. I mean, you're sharing a success story. It's the end of June when we're recording this. I'm sure this happened months and months ago and mm-hmm. it still stays with you as a, as a success because someone took the time to celebrate you and make you feel valued. And that's so important. Well, and that's what you want in the classroom. Like that's one of the things that I got kind of from Hope and Wade King, like, right. You want to teach your kids to celebrate others when they're successful. And so well, as a teacher, you kind of need to practice what you preach and not get jealous when you see someone, oh my gosh, that lesson was better than mine. And I think that's kind of a place where sadly a lot of educators sometimes go. Like it almost turns into a competition rather than helping one another or, you know, celebrating, oh my gosh, that thing that you did was so great rather than, okay, what can I do to, to do something better? Gosh, you're so spot on. <laughs> the, the language you used of how we work with students to celebrate each other, which is a huge part of the work that we work on with teachers is, you know, that mastery classroom, right? That that in that building in that sense of ownership and learning and helping your friends, then I think teachers don't always make the correlation between the practices we do in our classroom should be the way we strive to live. It should be, you know, the the professional development that we provide teachers should be the way we try to, you know, level up in our classrooms and be progressive. And it's so interesting to have you make that analogy. I couldn't agree more. Thank you. <laughs> so when we think about education, all these great things going on, what is getting you excited about education and all that you're doing? What's really fueling your fire? Okay, right now I am obsessed with podcasts in the classroom, which is funny because I'm like, we're on a podcast. But um, <laughs> they have like kid-friendly podcasts nowadays. Um, and I've been using them to, you know, spark discussions. Um, they're mostly like narrative that's the ones that my kids mostly enjoy. Well, there's a couple science ones that I like, um, but I'll play them like for our whole class and we'll kind of sit down and like almost analyze it like a novel study. And my students, I just did it kind of just last year and I'm teaching summer school. So I've been doing it with my summer school class and they cannot wait. 
are we listening to the podcast? Are we listening to the podcast today? I'm like, yes, we're listening to it today. They get so excited and we're practicing all the things that you usually struggle to teach them in like literary, like, okay, what's the plot? What's the theme? Like, and they like get it spot on and it's like incredible. And so I'm just kind of trying to figure out um, more ways to kind of use it. And the thing that's great is it's also touching on listening comprehension, which I feel like as teachers, we don't use so much as possibly we should. And so I feel like it's kind of touching on like kind of everything at once. Absolutely. Jeff, does that sound familiar? Yeah, we actually, I was, I was smiling, big old smile over here because we, Ray and I actually uh, do a session together where we talk about podcasting with, with your students. So them running their, you know, running their own podcast in your classroom. Um, so that's really cool. Are they doing, are they podcasting themselves or are you utilizing podcasts that exist? Oh, no, you trust me. I, both uh, okay. podcasts that exist. And this past year, um, for when we got to kind of our opinion writing, I kind of yeah. turned it into them creating their nice. own podcast. I love it. And they loved it. Yes. In fact, I had this group of these two little boys that told me they were going to continue their episodes over summertime and meet up, nice. which I thought was so cute. <laughs> Awesome. And it's so easy now, you know, you kind of envision and for our listeners, maybe you picture this still, but when Jeff Gargas said he wanted to start a podcast and we don't have to go into that story, <laughs> I literally envisioned him like in a recording studio, big right microphone, big headphones, you know, screens, four screens in front of him <laughs> trying to edit and make us sound good. Okay. Like that's what I'm envisioning. And we just, Jeff, we literally just recorded a podcast with our phone last week and it's one app you can edit right there. We use Anchor yeah, um, use on our class. cell phones. And it's like so easy for our students. It's like a joke. Yeah, we did two live uh, on the road two weeks in a row that we were, you know, we had a bunch of different conferences over the last couple of weeks. And we rocked out one live from a conference in Akron, another one in Wisconsin. And we just, we just threw the phone down on the table and went. I mean, it's that simple. And that's what our, during our session, we walk them through. Like, I mean, all everyone in our session does like records a little podcast we do like a reflect on the conference or whatever but i mean they're right there they're chopping it up they're doing intros it's it's awesome i mean so i love when we see that in the in the classroom because you're, you're just you're they're thinking differently they're being creative at the same time but just in a different medium it's really really cool that's awesome to hear well Haley, you've had so much insight you've been able to share obviously here but also through i mean just all the outlets you have that you are supporting educators i'm really excited to hear what piece of advice you feel like our teachers need, whether it be a new teacher in the field, maybe a new teacher in the district, or just in general, a listener on our podcast, what do you suggest for our educators that are striving to bring innovation, bring engagement into their classroom? What do they need? Well, so I'll kind of answer that both ways. So for a brand new teacher, I think a lot of times, um, like kind of what we were talking about earlier, you get so caught up on everything that's going on Instagram. Um, like, oh, I need to make my classroom look like this. I need to do these types of activities uh, where a lot of times you kind of need to start off back at square one. Um, you need to work on the classroom management. Um, you can't be afraid to be quote unquote mean to your students um, because you want them to like you. Um, they're going to like you if you, they're going to click with your personality. You really don't have to worry so much about that. Um, and instead of spending like so much money on your classroom and like getting all these amazing things that you see on Instagram, I would highly suggest kind of putting your money into a, um, professional development. So if that's get your teach on, if that's, um, any of those other ones they have out there, I can't think of them at the top of my head. Teach better I, conference. <laughs> oh, teach better conference. Sorry. Teach better conference. Um, there's another one that I can't think of either. Um, 
and just go and you get so inspired that way. And I'm kind of the person where I need to see it. I need to see the inspiration in front of me. And so that's kind of what lit my fire a little bit is kind of after I started going to different professional developments and reading different books. Um, and that's what's going to make your students better, not really so much your environment. I love that. That's a great uh, piece of advice. I think the the idea of not going to Instagram and focusing so much on, oh, I got I have to look like this. I have to be like mm -hmm. this. I have to create my room like that. Cause that can really bug you down, but rather focus on the foundations of what's going to make, because you can make a classroom look as awesome as you want, but if it doesn't run well, that doesn't mean anything. Right. So having that foundational pieces and focusing on the professional development is awesome. Uh, you did mention the conference. So of course I'm going to jump in and say this. If you go to teachbetterconference.com and you would like to come out to Ohio on November 8th and 9th and see people like Dave Burgess and uh, Adam Welcome and Tall Tau Thompson and Shelly Burgess and Tara Martin and oh yeah, Ray Hewitt. Uh, you can go there and we're going to do this special because Haley brought it up. If you use the Discount code Haley H A Y L E E five zero. You save fifty bucks on either two days. So you can thank Haley on Instagram for that. Anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's see how good you are for real here. We're gonna put oh, your gosh. guru your guru <laughs> skills to the test here. We're gonna go to the next six questions. Your goal is to answer each one in fifteen seconds or less. You ready to go? Okay. All right. Give us one ed tech tool you cannot live without. Google Suite. That's kind of a cheat. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that, though. Uh, give us a book that you're reading right now. Um, this I'm a little late to the game, but Ron Clark's Essential 55. All right. And who do we need to follow on Twitter today? I'm obsessed with Maniacs in the Middle. Hey, we know her. Uh, Josie Bensko is episode three of Teach Better Talk. She, she helped is. us kind of launch our podcast. Josie's fabulous. She teaches close to you too, doesn't she, Ray? Yeah, like literally in my building, we wave to each other <laughs> window by window. I always joke with her that we would be best friends because we like all the same things. And she was like, we need to meet in real life. I need to make that happen. <laughs> How have you not met her yet? I feel like you guys are in the same bubble. I don't know. She'll post things. I'm like, I just did that. And she'll do something like, I just did that. <laughs> all right, Haley. We are going to make this happen. I Okay. Hey, hey Haley, I have an idea. So, so I, you know, we've had some fun. You mentioned that investing in PD and conferences is a good idea. Yeah. We're all connected. Why don't you and Josie just come out to Ohio in November and meet? <laughs> just throwing it out there. At the Teach Better conference. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, just saying, you know, I'm not saying that you have to agree to it right now on the podcast, but you should. Uh, all right, so let's get back on track here. We're going to make that happen. I'm sorry. Happen. I sidetracked. Okay. No, that's okay. We're going to make that happen. Uh, best YouTube channel or website for educators? My favorite YouTube channel is Math Antics to show them with my kids. And my favorite website right now is Gimkit, G-I-M-K-I-T. It's like a Kahoot, but better. Uh, yes, it's great. Uh, give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into. Great things as soon as they're finished that don't stack up on you. Otherwise, you're going to get stressed. <laughs> Good advice. And give us the best piece of advice you've ever received. Um, this came from one of my college professors, and she said to pick one day a week to stay late, especially your first couple of years, um, and the rest of the weeks leave during your contract hours so you're not staying till like 5, 6 o'clock every single day. I like it. <laughs> great, great goals. I love the idea of grading things as they come in as well. That, like, saved my teaching career and my sanity. I could not figure that part out until I transferred to a mastery classroom, but oh my goodness, has it made 
the biggest difference ever in my life. So you've got two or three or really six great pieces of advice all in your six <laughs> questions. <laughs> well, Haley, I want to make sure that our listeners can stay connected with you and continue to gain this insight, ask you questions whenever they need it, and really build this network that you're building. So would you mind sharing how our listeners can get in contact with you? Yeah. So pretty much everywhere you go, I'm just hello, Mrs. Harwick. Um, so Twitter, Instagram, and then I have my own blog. Um, it's hello, Mrs. Harwick.com. And I just kind of offer like freebies and blog posts and kind of a little bit more in depth of what my Instagram is um, on there. And so they can find me there. And you know, you can find all the links and resources and everything we talked about in this episode over at teachbetter.com as well as those really important links for connecting with Haley. So head over to teachbetter.com in the show notes for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episode. And if you can give us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate that as well. Now let's take it one step further. Think of just three colleagues who need to hear the amazing stories like Haley's and share this podcast with them. We really appreciate that. Haley, this has been awesome. Super excited to have you on. Um, we were telling you, Ray and I, I think we've done five episodes today of recording. It's been a fun podcast filled day and man, did you, you finish it perfectly for us? I think on, on a total high note. So really appreciate you coming on. I hope that we can convince you to come out to Ohio in November where it's really not anywhere near the same temperature as it will be in Southern California at that time. Um, it'll be a rude awakening, but I think you'd have a blast, but either way, we really appreciate your time and just the awesomeness that you bring and just thank you. Thank you. And I think you might have convinced me, so we'll see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, let's get out there and let's teach better. Bye.